Hello, and welcome to the 31st edition of Random Pursuit on the Incomparable Network's game show, a game that discards the board and shuffles trivia cards from lots and lots and lots and lots <laughs> and lots of trivia games. I'm your scorekeeper, Steven Chapansky, and now your host of this and every episode of Random Pursuit, it's Erica Ensign. Thank you, Stephen. As always, we have a super neato group of players, and I will introduce them in the order in which they will play. That order was, as always, determined by Random.org. Random.org. <laughs> All right. Let's, let me introduce these players. They're wonderful players. Player number one. They're a podcaster who can do their own thing in their own way. Welcome, Jay Miller. Oh, I thought it was the other one. My bad. Hi. <laughs> Nope. Uh, player two, he's a podcaster and writer who's officially gone to the dogs. Welcome, Anthony Johnston. Oh, woof, woof, Erica. Hello. <laughs> player number three, she's a co-host of two fellow players in today's game. She's usually happy to hang out at the back of the pack where she's comfy. Let's see if she can do better today. Welcome, Kathy Campbell. Spoiler, probably not. But you know what? <laughs> I'm here to have fun and uh, entertain, maybe, hopefully. We'll see. Oh, for sure. For sure. Player number four, they're Kathy's other co-host on today's ep, and they're a robot in disguise, or at least they'd like to be. Welcome, Alex Cox. Bleep bloop. Thank you. It is a privilege and a even more of a pleasure to be here. Woo and last but not least, player number five, she's probably hoping to get as many silver screen edition questions as possible. Will she? Only time and randomness will tell. Welcome, Shelly Brisbane. Yeah, you betcha. Hi there. And I'm just glad that a requirement of this program was not to be a Kathy Campbell co-host because, you know, most people are doing that. <laughs> I mean, it is the Kathy Campbell co-host extravaganza today. <laughs> Kathy, you're the it's glue. It's like six degrees of Kevin Bacon. So that means that now Anthony and Shelly and I at some sort need to create a podcast. That's what I'm That's what I'm saying. Need to make a podcast together. There we go. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Unicorns, mystery, and old movies. We'll work on that. Yes. <laughs> Sounds, Sounds good. Great. All right. Here is how the game works. Random Pursuit is a lot like the classic Trivial Pursuit board game, but instead of using the board, each player has their own six-sided die. Or a dice-rolling app like Dice by Peacock. And the players will roll their die to determine which question on the card they will answer. For each question they answer correctly, they get one point. If they answer correctly, they can roll again for another question, if we remember it. Uh, but they can only answer up to three questions on each turn, except for the final round, where there is no question limit. If they roll the same number two times in a row on the same turn, they get to pick which edition the question comes from. It is almost always a children's edition, and there's no shame in that. If they happen to roll the same number all three times on the same turn, they can pick both the edition and the category. I do sometimes miss when that happens, so do holler if I miss it. We will play for an amount of time determined by me, then we'll do one last round with no question limit, and the player with the highest score at the end becomes the random champion with bragging rights that last until the end of this Zoom call. Okay, is everyone ready? Let's dive in. All right. Woo! So, Jay, you are starting us off. Could you please roll your six-sided die? I rolled a two. All right, this is coming from the Genus 2 edition, appropriately enough. I will point out that this Genus 2 edition 
is only sold in Canada. So there are a bunch of questions that are Canadian content. Will you get one of those? Well, this is the entertainment category. And I'm thinking, no, this is not Canadian content. (laughs) Sorry, Stephen. All right. Entertainment. What play has Yul Brenner starred in more than 4,000 times? Mm. Um... I'm, I'm guessing that Yul Brenner did not play every single cat in Cats, um, which would be a cheat code. Um, I'm going to say Oklahoma. It is not. <laughs> Ghost Point. Shelly? Ghost Point. Yeah. Point. Oh. Obi the King and I. <laughs> it is. 4,000 times. Indeed. That is wow. a lot. And one movie. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, that doesn't count how many times the movie has been watched. He, he no, continued to higher. do it until he was inarguably too old to do it, but I guess when you have a bald head, your age is perhaps a little less noticeable <laughs> to people. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, especially if it's... Can confirm. And stage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Anthony, it is your turn. Go ahead and roll. All right, I have rolled a two. This is coming from Genus 3, in which Category 2 is Arts and Entertainment. What movie had John Travolta sew his shirt into his pants so his shirt tail wouldn't escape during dance scenes? (laughs) I feel like this might be a trick question, but I'm going to say Saturday Night Fever. It's not a trick question because that is the answer, so you get to roll again. I'm going to guess Face Off. I don't actually uh... remember that scene in the film, but... (laughs) I don't remember him dancing in Face Off. Maybe he did. I don't know. Well, and it certainly wasn't Pulp Fiction. I did know that. (laughs) Mm. I've rolled a four. All right. Battlefield this... Earth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is coming from Trivial Pursuit Volume 6. That's right. Not genus. It's volume. Uh, but at least the category is uh, science and nature. Oh, what do I say? At least that's. Oh, no. no. This was after they this is after they ruined it. Category four should not be science and nature. It should be arts and entertainment. Or uh, it should be um, I don't arts and literature. Arts and literature. Yes. Always yellow. Mm. Anyway, it's brown and it's science and nature. And the question is, what Aboriginal Australian wind instrument was originally fashioned from wood that had been hollowed out by termites? <laughs> I suspect this is a case of name an, an Aboriginal wind instrument. So I'm going to say uh-huh. didgeridoo. <laughs> you didgeridoo <laughs> have that right. What a shame my didgeridoo is behind a shelf right now. Oh, you can't reach your didgeridoo. I'm so sad. Don't let him go get it, Erica. Don't let him do it. No, believe me. I would. what you made him didgeridoo. Maybe that should be our uh, outro music. That should be the closing music. Yes. Anthony, don't encourage him. (laughs) Didgeridoo, do not tempt him. Do not encourage him, but do roll a die. I rolled a two. All right. This is coming from the 1960s edition. Category two is entertainment. What movie includes a Broadway production number called Springtime for Hitler? (laughs) Oh, uh, that's the producers, isn't it? It sure is. Yeah. That's my favorite. That's my favorite Mel Brooks movie. (laughs) I, I, I'm pretty sure that is the first time I have ever swept a first round. I am. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't so tend good. to sweep rounds anyway. <laughs> we have so much to live up to now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, Kathy, can you uh, can you follow that? Well, if I get the exact same questions, then yes, I could, because <laughs> I also knew those questions. Touche. But uh, unfortunately, uh, I won't. So I rolled a one. All right. This is coming from the junior edition. In which a category one is every day. That's your category. 
Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh-oh. Uh, your question. <laughs> what's the main oh, that's crop always of, a bad sign. What's the main crop of China? It's just a funny question for a category called every day. <laughs> yes. What is, what's the main crop of China? Rice. It is rice. And I guess, oh! I guess people do eat rice every day. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, you, you get to roll again. <gasps> oh my gosh, you guys, I am on the board in the first round. I am Please. so proud of you. <laughs> the emotion in your voice <laughs> is unparalleled. I think it's the presence of all those co-hosts, Kathy. I think they're giving <laughs> you one. Yes, uh, like they do every episode that we record. Right. Okay, uh, and I rolled a six. Six. Okay, this is coming from, oh, it is coming from the Walt Disney Family Edition. And I will point out for everyone that just because it's a Walt Disney edition, it's it's not all Disney questions. This is an edition made for grownups and their children to play together. So there's one box for grownups and one box for kids. And guess what? You get the kids box. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd be pleased. Uh, what did you say? You said it was a six, six. correct? All right. Yes. Kathy, welcome to the world of leisure. What prehistoric creatures highlight a visit to the world of energy at Epcot Center? This game came out in 1986. Thank you. Uh, that would be dinosaurs. It is dinosaurs. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Roll wow. again. Two points. Let me introduce to you my to my dead relatives, says the dinosaur, <laughs> about oil. Indeed. Uh, I rolled a five. Okay. No this pressure, is, Kathy. This is coming from Genus 3, in which category five is sports and leisure. Um, All right. That's, is, get, get ready. <laughs> what Giants star leads the list for career home runs by a center fielder? All right, so now, I know this, this is baseball. Oh, okay, yes. Uh, let's see. Genus 3 came out in 1994. Okay. Oh, yeah, that definitely makes I a difference. I thought it would help. Yes. Yep, thank you. Thank you, Stephen, <laughs> mm-hmm. for, for bringing that up. You bet. Um, I'm going to go with Jolly Green. <laughs> Jolly Green Giant. Oh, okay. I, you know what? That's a great oh, answer. Oh, oh. I give you a whimsy point for that. <laughs> yes. I will take it. The answer, however, is... Willie Mays, which is at least a name I've heard of, but I didn't I know. Say hey, kid. I would recognize them mm-hmm. as a baseball player. So, you know what? I'll take it. So, okay. how, how do ghost points work if you were like, it's either this person or that person? <laughs> it was one of those uh, people. <laughs> then you have a Schrodinger's ghost point. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I award you one Schrodinger's ghost point, Jay. <laughs> I like it. I love it when new mechanics get added to the game. It's <laughs> great. All right, Alex, it is your turn to play Random Pursuit. Please roll your six-sided die or dice rolling app like Dice by Peacock. All right. I rolled a five. All right. This is coming from the DVD Pop Culture Edition. And the DVD Pop Culture Edition came out in, it's always good to know, uh, 2003. So keep that in mind as you answer this question from the category called Buzz. Yes. Your category is buzz <laughs> who did the russian space agency say bye 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 to when he was unable to pay his bill um, oh my gosh. what um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, 
Justin Timberlake. You are on the right track, but you picked the wrong boy. Uh, I know, I know. Go ahead. You want your ghost point, Kathy? Yes, it's Lance Bass. It is indeed Lance Bass. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yep. I didn't even know it had anything to do with InSync whatsoever. Yes, Lance was desperate to be an astronaut. He was. He wanted to go to space oh, so bad, but so apparently badly. he didn't pay the Russians, so he didn't nope. get to go. <laughs> I'm sure he could just talk to Jeff Bezos. They got a spot for him. Well, maybe now he will. He's I don't... more of a Backstreet Boys guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Shelly, it is your turn. Oh, boy. Uh, I have rolled a two. All right. This is also coming from the DVD pop culture edition, in which category two is TV. What judge on the second American Idol quit because she couldn't stand telling people to give up on their dream? And give up on their (laughs) dream is in quotes. So I could only pull one female American Idol judge. So I'm going to have to say Paula Abdul. And I'm pretty sure I'm wrong. Yeah, I think she lasted longer than that or came later. Uh, It's somebody named Angie Martinez. I don't even know who that is. Oh, me neither. I would have said Paula Abdul as well, yeah. Yeah, same, same. All right. Well, that's the end of the first round, everyone. Uh, Anthony, with his his own first ever sweep of the first round i, I did check in the in the archives <laughs> so well done anthony you you lead the pack with three oh, that's official now yeah kathy uh alarmingly has two <laughs> don't worry i'm alarmed as well uh, i think kathy's more surprised it's, it's, than anyone uh, things fall apart the center yeah. cannot hold yeah yeah uh and jay alex uh and shelly still waiting to get off the mat it's early it's early it is lots it's of time early. lots of time to fail yep <laughs> Yes, I was going to say, lots of time to keep my expectations low (laughs) with my my performance. All right. You got it, Alex. Chase, start (laughs) us off. You can roll that D6. D6 says, it says three this time. All right. This is coming from the Decades edition. The decades in question are 2010 to 2020. I was asleep during that time. I'd like a... <laughs> All right. Let's see. Category three is yellow. That's news alert. Oh, what, what is the mainstream nickname for the Higgs boson, the elusive particle that scientists finally detected in 2012? Uh... Correct. <laughs> I, I can't even I can't even think of a joke. Um a mainstream nickname for the Higgs boson. I I almost want to say antimatter, but that I know that's not it. We'll say antimatter, why not? That is not it. Does somebody have a ghost point for this one? Yeah, it's the yeah. god particle. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you know what? <laughs> it's, it's all right, Jay. You're doing okay. great, Jay. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that'd be a really good name for a podcast. The, the God, God particle? particle? Surely yeah. it's already used. Yeah. Surely. Surely. Probably. The yeah. God Particle on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Anthony, it is your turn. Can you give us another sweep? And sure enough, it is a, a podcast with uh, some physicists. There you are. Oh, good. Like, At, least right. that. At least it's that. That's preferable. Yeah. At least it's not like motivational business advice. <laughs> <True>. Yes. <laughs> I rolled a six. All right. This is coming from ooh, the Star Wars edition. Ooh. And this is just the uh, the original trilogy. Category six is wild card. So could be oh, no. <laughs> Who hooked himself to the bulkhead before daring to open the Falcon's top hatch? 
who hooked himself to the bulkhead before daring to open the Falcon's top hatch. Oh, Stephen is smiling and gesturing and nodding. So I, if you get this wrong, Stephen gets a ghost point, I, I know think. what it is. I know I, what it is, Anthony. I, I, actually, I actually don't remember this scene in the original trilogy. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take a guess and say Chewbacca. <laughs> No. It is not. No, it's not. It's no. Lionel Calrissian. It is. Lionel. When he oh, rescues uh, Luke uh, when he's hanging from the weather vane, uh, short of one oh, hand. Right. Yep. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yep. Yes. Okay. With the, uh, with the big reveal of spoiler for anyone yes. listening. <laughs> yeah. Who <laughs> <laughs> uh, his oh. daddy is. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kathy. I love it when he shouts con. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kathy, do not roll that die unless you have Uh-oh. an eight-sided die handy. I do, but I'd rather you roll for me. Okay, I will roll for you because, yeah, we've got Chex trivia happening here. Ooh. And uh, it's TV trivia is the uh, okay. is the general category. This is from the little TV trivia box. And I will remind you, it came out in 1984. Okay. And I got a seven. So the seventh question on this card, this zany talent show was hosted by its creator, Chuck Barris. Talent is in quotes. This zany <laughs> oh, talent gosh. show was hosted by its creator, Chuck Barris. There's so it's many probably just as well that I didn't get that last one right. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I would so, love to know who writes these style guides. It's incredible. <laughs> I wow. I think I get a ghost point for this one. I get one too. Oh my gosh, <laughs> so many ghost points. You can't get a ghost point until I answer wrong. Thank you very much. <laughs> she's got a couple of points and now she's cocky. <laughs> um, I am... What is it called? It's... Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but I'm going to say like Star Search. Oh, I remember that show, but no. Uh, Stephen has something to say for for everybody. That right there was the sound of a gong. Good job finding that in time. Uh, we actually just watched con- the movie Confessions of a Dangerous Mind three days ago. Yeah, not long ago. Yeah, yeah, which is all about uh... the life of Chuck Barris, who created a bunch of game shows, including The Gong Show. Uh, mm. That's oh, why, and I that heard is Chuck why Barry. Yeah. No, Chuck Barris. So, Barris. Yeah. Yes. so like, that, this is why this is why talent was in quotation marks because the Gong Show was all about people who had no talent going right. as long as they could. So, gotcha. mm-hmm. why is that show not like? I feel like that is a show that needs to be rebooted, not for any it, good reasons. It but did like, get rebooted. It's called oh. TikTok. All right, Alex, that brings us to you. You may roll a six-sided die. All right. I have rolled once again a five. All right. This is coming from the Lord of the Rings super long title that I never remember all of. Uh, Give me a second to find it. The Lord of the Rings movie trilogy collector's edition. That is what it is coming from. Category five is supposed to be yellow. It's not. It's a little brown knife, little brown sword. But the category is warfare. Warfare. So this is all from the movie, not necessarily the books. So think of the movies. What weapon does Aragorn hand over first when ordered to disarm outside the Golan Hall? Uh, uh, a sword. 
<laughs> I'm afraid not. It's not a sword. Stephen, what are you guessing over there? Daggers? Nope, it's not daggers. I don't know. A bow? Antony gets it. It was a yeah. bow. I don't, oh, so, I don't know yes. Aragorn had a bow. That was a sheer guess. Is, <laughs> I mean, is he the bow guy? I thought Orlando no, Bloom no, was no, the bow guy. But see, Legolas is uh, the bow guy. It's, yeah. it's appropriate to remove your bow first because you usually have that more easily accessible. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like on top you know, of everything When else. you're traveling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I don't would, know that much about Worf. Yeah, why would they not just... Disarm the arrows, because I mean the bow is just a because if you bent take the stick, <laughs> if you take the string off of a bow, it becomes a bow staff, and then you can beat people over the head. Kathy knows oh, her stuff. Kathy, Kathy has been through <laughs> airport security a few that? times. <laughs> she knows that she has to take the bow off first. She can, <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, she knows it all. Is, is this all something right. you need for Dungeons and Dragons? Let's just say yeah. yes and leave it at that. Uh, okay. Shelly, Kathy <laughs> ran security at Jordan Con. Yeah. Shelly, can you put can you put any points on the board for us in this? Uh, this round, please. Gosh, Erica, please I roll. don't know, but I'll. Uh, I rolled a three. <laughs> just, I'm just saying, nobody else has. Is, is <laughs> what I'm saying. All right, this is coming from the Trivial Pursuit, totally 80s edition, which is the fun 80s. <laughs> so you're edition, saying there's a chance because I like saying that. Uh, <laughs> right. I should point out this is the Canadian edition. That, there are oh over no. 500 oh. Canadian specific questions in this game. And so it's totally, it's totally 80s. 80s? That- to- yeah. Totally 80s. Yes, yeah. your category a. Get, get uh-huh. Very funny. We're, we're uh, sorry for you. <laughs> <laughs> the category is movies. What Tim Burton film did Warner Brothers consider distributing under the title Scared Sheetless? <laughs> Ghostbusters? Nope, I'm afraid not. I don't know. That's also not a Tim Burton film. Uh, I didn't think so, but it was funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, Beetlejuice? It was Beetlejuice. Yep. Yeah. Uh. All right. Well, Stephen, it looks like we had a perfect round. Do we sure did? On to round three. <laughs> so much perfection. Most points for We're everybody. Yeah. All right, Jay. Let's let's. I'm I'm putting out positive energy into the world for all, for all of you. Mm-hmm. So, what did you roll for for this question? I rolled a one. All right. This is coming from the Genus Four edition. Uh, Genus Four, which came out in tell you 1996. Category one is people and places. What U.S. state tripled its population from 1950 to 1993? Wow. Tripled its population from 1950 to 1993. And state, right? State, U.S. state. California. It is California. California. Yeah. Nice. You get to roll again. See, we're doing great here. Something, something gold. (laughs) <laughs> and you're on the uh, board rolled, so let's let's hope for more i rolled a four all right this is coming from the trivial pursuit 20th anniversary edition <sighs> apparently um the <laughs> here we go year roundup of the incomparable podcast mothership show somebody played a supercut of me talking about my least the, how this is or was my least favorite edition and it went on for way too many minutes so <laughs> this is the last time i'm saying it people <laughs> the, the 20th anniversary edition used to be my least favorite edition right but many others have surpassed it mm. since then uh in that category so we are just going to move swiftly on and <laughs> that's the hall of fame then it's been it's been put in the hall of fame your least favorite edition is no longer to be mentioned mm-hmm. yep until random pursuit 32 but uh <laughs> yes. all right <laughs> category four is the written word i won't make Anthony say it for me this time 
what late great naval novelist wrote 20 novels about Jack Aubrey and Stephen Maturin? Stephen is pointing at our bookshelf, and I have no idea what he's pointing at. Uh, <laughs> he's looking for that didgeridoo behind it. Mm. What so, late great so, naval novelist wrote 20 novels about Jack Aubrey and Stephen Maturin? So, conduit listeners will know I don't read. Um, Neither does Stephen, which is why I'm but so... But that's okay. You could watch movies. Or you or could just have movies. a book that you can pull off the shelf and show to your spouse. I don't either, Kathy. Blow you know I know. I know. I'm just, I was giving you a hint. I mean, they could have. Obviously, it's not working. They could have made it, you know, 10 times worse saying what Disney, you know, character with this as well. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go. You just got to slander Disney every time, everywhere. All the time. (laughs) They deserved it. The next one, they'll get uh, Steamboat Willie slandering. Because I can do that now. Mm-hmm, um, we're gonna. We're just gonna go Steinbeck because <laughs> why not? <laughs> Stephen, would you please tell us? It is Patrick O'Brien. Uh, the reason oh, I yeah. have that book is because uh, of the movie that they made of one of his, well, two of his books technically, which was, of course, mm-hmm. Master and Commander: Master The and Far Commander. Side of the World. Oh. I love that movie. movie, I had no. I had no idea who wrote it. I also had no idea that book existed in our apartment. So I've learned something today. (laughs) There it is. Wow. All right, Uh, Anthony, it is your turn. I thought it might have been that guy, but I could not have told you his name. Yeah. Uh, I have rolled a six. All right. This is coming from the Walt Disney Family Edition. It is. I'm sorry. The Grown Ups box. No. But, Anthony, welcome to the world of leisure. I will say leisure, mm. since it's you. Uh, Thank you. What's boxer Hector Camacho's manly nickname? <laughs> We're looking Christ for boxer Almighty. Hector Camacho's manly nickname. Macho Macho. Or something like that. Yeah, it's got to be judge, a play on macho, hasn't it? I'm going to have to ask the judge if, if Anthony gets this. What was the answer again? What did you say, Anthony? Basically, macho something. It's something to do with macho. I don't know exactly. I mean, it's macho. Yeah, that's it. it okay. Is it just macho? Macho right? Hector Camacho. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah. The judge says yes. I was leaning toward yes as well. I just yeah. wanted to make sure. You know, that was slightly more complicated than than necessary. Mm-hmm. But you get to roll again. I've never heard of the guy, but you know, what else are you going to call him? Right. Yeah. Right. Steve. I rolled a four. All right, this is coming from the Genus 2 edition, the only sold in Canada edition. Category four is arts and literature. Who makes a proxy proposal to Priscilla Mullins in Longfellow's The Courtship of Miles Standish? (laughs) Who makes a proxy proposal to Priscilla Mullins in Longfellow's The Courtship of Miles Standish? I literally have no idea. Uh, Charles Dickens. I mean, I I do not know. The only <laughs> way, the, the only thing I know Miles Standish from is from an REM lyric. <laughs> <laughs> do we have a ghost point somewhere from some literature lover? That's clearly not Miles say Standish, is it? That <laughs> no. Anthony is probably the closest to a literature lover. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I would have guessed John Alden or somebody, but I don't know. And the John Alden was right, so you get a ghost wow. point. <laughs> hey, well done. Oh. Yep. All right. Um, unfortunately, it's around to Kathy. Kathy, oh, I'm no. so sorry you don't get to roll oh, a d6. No. <laughs> oh, no. I will roll for you. Thanks. Um, <laughs> and this time I rolled a two. This time it's 
Jack's Pocket Trivia. The category is the 50s and 60s. Oh, you'll be fine. Great. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Uh-huh. Everyone knows this. Everyone. All right. It'll be just like yesterday. Yeah. All right, Kathy. Oh. Who, who was who was crowned Queen of England after the death of King George the Fourth? Queen Elizabeth II. I'm really bad at Roman numerals, so I'm making Stephen double check the Roman six. numerals. Is that the six? That's that's the I told you. VI. I just watched Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country today. Don't make fun of me. But yes, it was Elizabeth. I had yes. an American education. Thank you oh, very much. True. You had me questioning my answer Sorry. because when you were looking for uh, Roman numerals, no. and you couldn't do the two. <laughs> George the Fourth was like 1820 something. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, great. I'm being laughed at from all sides. Yeah. Thanks. All right. At least none of you have to feel bad about not knowing stuff. The host has just uh, just face planted. Uh, but yes, you got it right. Yeah. As seen in season one of The Crown. Um, <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Excellent. Yep. Excellent. Uh, so you get to roll again. I rolled a three. All right. This is coming from the Genus Edition. That's the good old fashioned original Genus Edition in which category three is history. What developed a crack in 1835 while tolling the death of U.S. Chief Justice John Marshall? The Liberty Bell? It is the Liberty Bell. Yes! Hey. Man, you're on fire. Just Kathy's going to destroy too. us all. What yeah. parallel universe oh, have wow. you sent us to? No, seriously. <laughs> Actually, okay. and one where being if... an American is a benefit. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> it always is in this game. all right kathy roll again i rolled a one all right this is coming from the dvd pop culture edition category one is movies in rushmore rushmore is in italics in rushmore what are the two achievement pins that max jason schwartzman offers to herman bloom bill murray we're looking for the two achievement pins which i think is very rude (laughs) to ask for both Uh uh-huh that uh, okay i know the movie exists <laughs> good start yep yep <laughs> I, I recognized it by the name that um, is a really specific thing to it ask. is yeah, well. yeah this is yeah. i am wow. shaking my head at you uh dvd pop culture usually Could i'm I, happy about this one but nope would you please read sure the question again all right in rushmore what are the two achievement pins that max Jason Schwartzman offers to Herman Bloom, Bill Murray. I don't even know what an achievement pin would (laughs) be. So I'm going to say perfect attendance and happy five years. Can we give Kathy half a point? No. Uh, Because it's a point. It is perfect attendance. And what, what else is it, Alex? Punctuality. Punctuality. Like, come on. If If I was in charge of scoring, if the question question had been name one (laughs) of the two pins that is blah, 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 I would have gotten the point. So I think that -hmm. this is a dumb. Kathy has the lead. I don't care. That's outside of this. complaint there it's so dumb that the question has two answers it is what is, what is this capitalism sometimes that, that is the way no it, ha- no, it has crumbles. one answer and the answer is two, two things. parts there you um, go. listen yep. anthony coming in here <laughs> all right i'm, I'm gonna bring Fine. us all back to earth 
with a fun fact that uh, Jason Schwartzman, he was the drummer for Phantom Planet. Phantom Planet. Yes. Thank you. I was like, why? I totally blanked on it. But yes, I love that band. Mm -hmm. And I liked them a lot better when he was still the drummer. Was he the drummer for that song, California? I he like was, that song. He was the drummer for the song, California, which is the theme song to the OC. The OC, not the ah. OA, which is a different, wow. a different mm-hmm. show I learned. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Multi-talented yeah. guy. Yeah. Very, right. very different shows. Yeah. Yes. OC and OA. <laughs> don't don't get into I've not heard yeah. it. Well, I've, I've not seen any of this. That's, that's or listened. fine. You're fine. Okay. <laughs> Unless you get a question about it and then you're not fine. But, uh, right. I, but I feel like my lack of media is is hurting me. <laughs> it, it's definitely telling. Uh, Alex, it is your turn. You may roll. This app, Fidelity, is... Oh, look at those. Oh, there's so many frames in the right. Oh, I uh, rolled a three. All right. This is coming from, oh, the 1980s edition. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> in category three. It should be a rule where you need to have been sentient for the questions. <laughs> but then the 60s edition would almost never get used, and that would just be sad. <laughs> would it? Uh, well, it depends on who you ask, I guess. Um, category three is in the news. So here's your question. What Pacific leader ended eight years of martial law in January 1981? Oh, uh, Pacific? The leader? Uh-huh. Uh, um, what year? It, it, uh, it was ended eight years of eight. martial law in January of 1981. A Pacific leader. I think they just didn't want to get too specific and give it to, I don't know. It's not like that would give it away. But. Specific or Pacific? Pacific with a capital P, yeah. not specific. But we do need the well, we specific do. name <laughs> yeah. of the Pacific leader. Is um, uh, Mickey Mouse? <laughs> I'm afraid not. No, uh, Steamboat <laughs> Willie, specifically. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> famous dictator. I want to see that Willie. movie. <laughs> I I certainly had no idea. Oh, even no, no, wow. not, yeah. My nerd spouse did not know. It's well, a- Steamboat Willie uh, lifted the martial law in 1983, so I know that wasn't <laughs> oh, the answer. See, yeah, different, so different. Close. Yeah. This was uh, Ferdinand Marcos. The uh, only thing I know about Ferdinand Marcos is that his oh, wife had a lot of shoes. That's right. Yep. Wasn't he a bull? Philippines. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, nice, yeah. nice. Only in Love Disney. the Disney reference <laughs> yep. there, Jay. For I'm pretty sure that, that really was a hates- storybook before it was a Disney movie that they <laughs> destroyed. <laughs> Probably. All right, Shelly. culturally appropriated. Shelly, it's your turn. I've rolled a six. All right, this is coming from the 1990s Time Capsule Edition, and I can tell you this card has questions from 1990. So think of that as you answer your question from this category, hanging. With an apostrophe. <laughs> hanging. <laughs> Just hanging. Yep. In 1990. In 1990. All right. What 19-year-old became the youngest man to win the U.S. Open tennis title in 1990? Yes, we know it's 1990 card. It says it right on the side. Hanging. 19-year-old, right. youngest man to win the U.S. Open tennis title. Oh, golly. So many 1990-era tennis pros are in my head. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <Not>. <laughs> Get them out. <laughs> Right, get him out of there. So uh, was rude. It, was it Pete Sampras? It was Pete Sampras. Nice work. Nice. You are on the board. Wow. And well you roll, get to roll again. Well, at least I'm on the board. Of course, uh, now my phone, which has my dice rolling app, has decided to lock itself. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Starting again. I have rolled a four. All right. This is coming from the totally 80s 
edition. Oh my god. <laughs> see, if we, see if we finally oh my god, for real. finally get a Canadian question. No. This is a music <laughs> it's a music question. I'm disappointed too. Yep. What <laughs> Bill, what Billy Joel hit commands, quote, turn out the light, don't try to save me. Oh jeez. Uh the Billy Joel hit, not Canadian content. No, I was, thanks. Thanks for that. That helps. Yep. Not Canadian content. <laughs> turn out the light, don't try to save me. Oh, God. I could see the album cover. No, I can't. I'm lying. <laughs> Nobody would have known. I could see a Billy Joel album cover, and then I was like, wait, I have no idea whether that's... <laughs> <laughs> Is that the right one? Because it was like the one I owned. Uh, 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 it's not We Didn't Start the Fire, but that's all I can think of. <laughs> Is that your answer? Yes, fine. Whatever. Okay. That is yes. that is not it. Uh you may be right, but you're not. No, the name oh, of the song is You May Be Right. Oh, there. <laughs> Thank you, Twyla Tharp, for talking about that in her book. Right. Well, uh, we're done three rounds, everyone, and uh alert the media, Kathy Campbell is tied for the lead uh with Anthony Johnson what? with four. Jay and Shelly, each with one. Alex uh, still hanging uh, around uh, with none, but uh, yeah, there's still time. There's still time. I right. came here just to dethrone Kathy, so <laughs> I'm having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> well, congrats. That, that's, that's good to hear. That's that's all I really want is somebody to have a good time. All right. Jay, let's see if, if you have a good time on this turn. Please roll your die. I rolled a five. All right. This is coming from the newest, the brandest newest edition that I have. Uh, I bought it for myself because <laughs> Stephen sent me a picture of it and I said, yes, please pick that up for me. It is the Marvel. This is this. The name oh, no. cracks me up. And I'm sorry, Jay. I, I apologize in advance. It's the Marvel Studios, the Infinity Saga Ultimate Edition. <laughs> Oh <laughs> yeah, longer the, the title, the harder the questions. Everything yep. Marvel that is owned by Disney. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. And these, th this game, it's not good. The board is pretty. <laughs> I looked at the board, and it's gorgeous. I really like the board. That might be the best part of the game, and we don't use it. I'm sorry. Uh, the categories are all the different stones. So category five <laughs> is the blue stone, the space stone. Space stone. Yep. Yep. I don't, I don't remember the order of which they were. Oh, this is going to be wow. horrible. So, I don't think you need to know. I'm going to read you this question about the space stone. Here we go. To what state do Tony Stark and Steve Rogers travel to retrieve the Tesseract and more PIM particles? PIM is capital P and then YM. And particles is also capitalized. PIM particles. Iowa, he said confidently, incorrectly. It, you, it's good that you were confident about being incorrect because you were incorrect. <laughs> um, also, this card is incorrect because I have to turn it left to right to read the answers. Ooh. Usually, the, That's awful. Usually the additions that, that are big enough to come with boards have the cards flip in the right direction. And this Marvel one just breaks that completely. Uh, apparently, they went to New Jersey. So wow. like across the river, like that's nothing. Uh -huh. Wow! Yep. <laughs> the space <laughs> stone is in Did they New take the Jersey? ferry? Like I don't understand. Like <laughs> oh, wow. yeah. jump from the top of Avengers Tower. Yeah, uh -huh. space right. stone is officially trash. Yep. <laughs> so there you go. All right, wow. Anthony, it is your turn. Wow, what a terrible question that was. <laughs> well, uh, this game is bad. 
I rolled a one. All right. This is coming from the totally 80s edition. There's a bunch of these <laughs> oh, here. Oh, no. Exciting. Um, and I have to double check. I think headlines is this uh, this category. Yep. Headlines. H- you said headlice. <laughs> oh, that would be, that would also be totally 80s. That would be the 60s edition, I think, mostly. Yeah. No, that was totally 80s. Oh, if, you went to okay. my, if you went to my elementary oh, school, it was the totally 80s edition. Right. Dirt floors. Um, mm. All right. Headlines. Who told Britain's parliament that democracy was leaving communism, quote, on the ash heap of history? Now, see, I, I might actually know this, but I will take this opportunity to say, Alex, you said that, you know, it felt like being American is a bit of an advantage. It absolutely is. That's why I do a show <laughs> called UK Triv to take my revenge on non-British people. In its painful. Uh, with British editions of Trivial Pursuits. But I'm going to f- take a flyer and th- I think that was Ronald Reagan. It was Ronald Reagan. Wow. Nice work. done. Yeah, roll again. How did I know that? Was this part of, was it shown in the crowd? What the heck? <laughs> I don't know what happened <laughs> in my brain. I don't know, but I'm impressed. I rolled a six. All right. This is coming from the Genus 3 edition, in which six is wild card. What Bogart movie became a cult classic in the 1960s after the Brattle Theater in Cambridge ran it for weeks as it says for weeks as a time. It should be, I think, for weeks at a time. time. I'm going to get out a pen. Here we go. And I'm correcting the card. Yes, I am. Do it. But yes, what Bogart movie became a cult classic in the 1960s after the Brattle Theater in Cambridge ran it for weeks at a time? I mean, I have absolutely no idea. Um, I'll say The Big Sleep. I'm afraid it was Casablanca. Blanca. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Casablanca is not a cult classic. What? Well, <laughs> I, think, I don't think about it at I all. I think at the time it was because I don't think it was... It didn't achieve its yeah. uh, remarkable status until boomers grew up and remembered it uh, fondly, Good I guess, Lord. probably. Is what I happened. mean, yeah. fairly most... To be fair, most movies of that era had not until at least like mm-hmm. the 70s or so. That's, that was pretty early to be come a quote-unquote cult classic yeah. it, it was it was pre-blockbuster era i know that yeah but i was so just well. secretly hoping that rocky horror was a bogart film <laughs> <laughs> now that i would and watch. now it's frank and Furter, it's humphrey bogart yeah. <laughs> all right kathy that brings us to your turn all right. I rolled now I'm a picturing one. Bogart as Frank and <laughs> oh, yes. I'm sorry, Anthony. I'm very sorry. All right. Where is our AI magic? Antisha. All right. Patient. Moving swiftly on. Uh, this is coming from Genus 4. I should have known that. <laughs> like the Genus uh, 4 and. Uh, four and three right. and two are all Roman numerals. Yeah. But once I get to five, they switch. Oh, they stop. It's right. They switch to, no, to digits. Two. Yep. two is the one with two lines down. Yeah, there's often two. Yeah. So, the, yeah. So I, that's why I got confused because yeah. I only know this. But anyway, it is genus four. Genus four, the voyage home. Confident yeah. of it. <laughs> <laughs> Your category is people and places. What's okay. okay uh, let's let's double check the year that this came out because that might be important. 1996. What's the world's most populous democracy? What? Uh, uh, what? Uh, <laughs> the world's uh, most populous democracy, 1996. My brain is like shutting down as to <laughs> what countries are even considered <laughs> democracy. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That, that's what happens on this show. Yeah. Uh so I'm going to go 
India? You got it. Good I job. <laughs> Same as now. Yeah. Wow. I am Kathy. I am just oh my like God. you are. You are all over this. So go ahead and roll and see what else we get. Alrighty. I rolled a six. All right. This is also coming from Genus Four. Category six is wild card. What cold poet lit a paper fire to disrupt a reading by Archibald MacLeish? What? what what cold poet lit a paper fire to disrupt a reading by Archibald MacLeish? I can spell that name if you want me to, but I don't uh, think it, it wouldn't make a difference. Uh, I uh, oh oh uh. Robert Frost? <laughs> it is. There you go. <laughs> oh, there's a clue. Wow, that's like a Jeopardy that question. That is a Jeopardy, yeah. Wow. Kathy destroys us all. Wow. Oh, all right, roll again. <laughs> I rolled a two. All right, this is coming from Junior Trivia 2. So, think like a 10 to 13-year-old from 1983. He uh, butts. <laughs> there you go. Okay, you're on, you're on a roll. Uh, okay, category two is sports and games. Or, excuse me, sports slash games. Thank you. Your question is, the Tour de France, that's in quotes, the Tour de France is a 3,000-mile-long race involving what? Bicycles. <laughs> you got it. You and even, people. You even said it the way that it is written on the card. <laughs> mm-hmm. that Excellent. Is, I that is a sweet. performance-enhancing right. drugs, allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Kathy Campbell, on what I can only assume is your first sweep ever. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Shade. I love it. Uh, no, Erica knows. Listen, this is this. I may have more points than I think I've ever received in any like total. Like the number of points I have now may be more like more all points than games I've ever received. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Is, for- is there a way to lose points? <laughs> no, I'm afraid not. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, Probably Kathy, just as well, let's be honest. Kathy gets to keep these points. Um, but, <laughs> but she doesn't get to roll again because it is now Alex's turn. Yep. All right. Four. All right. This is coming from the Genus Edition. The original. Category four Heck is yeah. arts and literature. Whose novels include the Betsy, the Pirate, and the Carpetbaggers. Whose novels the, include the Betsy, the Pirate, and the Carpetbaggers? Um, Anthony Johnston. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid not. It's uh, Harold Robbins. Harold Robbins. I don't know who that is. I don't he, know who that is. Harold he, Robbins oh, is... Potboilers, uh, the sort of mass market paperbacks in the yeah. 70s, yeah. 80s. Oh, that's Pulpy right. Stuff. Silly yeah. me sure. for forgetting mm. that. Yeah. The, ho- so the hotel... in you, Alex. Uh, a hotel guest <laughs> is played by Bruce Boa in an episode of Faulty Towers. He and his wife are fans of Harold Robbins. And I wondered Basil why you Faulty knew. goes, <laughs> oh, Harold Robbins! I think you meant Harold Robinson. Yes, yes. Anyway. And he was a very very successful author so i mean yeah. i believe it i was just surprised that i Stephen mean knew an author question but... Johnston, so. <laughs> i only know it because it pertains to 1970s british tv that's yeah, okay, the only reason Brown. and all is right with the world again all right shelly go ahead and roll i've rolled a four all right this is coming from the walt disney walt disney family edition it's the grown-ups box Aww. but still shelly welcome to the world of fantasy 
What animated character stars in the early Disney cartoon, The Moose Hunt? <laughs> I so want to say Steamboat Willie right now. Uh, <laughs> the Moose Hunt. What animated character stars in the early Disney cartoon, The Moose Hunt? That's Canadian content, right? Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> there are moose uh, in the States. <laughs> I know <There>? that. <laughs> Especially if the state is Alaska. But anyway, yes, there are, there are moose. I'm, I'm stalling, of course. Uh, <laughs> early an- animated character in the early Disney cartoon, the moose hunt. Who would be hunting mooses? Um I believe it's called Mises. <laughs> you're you're right. I take all my uh, my uh, language knowledge from Kathy Campbell, who's currently yeah. leading the game. Mickey, Mickey Mises. <laughs> uh, Wiley Coyote. I don't know. That's not even a Disney character. Is that your your answer? Yes, because I don't know. It's wait. This is Mickey Mouse. God dang it. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. I, I, that is the answer, but I cannot accept right? it as no, correct no. at fair, this point. Fair, fair. But I was just going to say. Wait, it is Mickey Mouse. It is Mickey Mouse. Just a little tip. Oh, wow. In the Disney edition, if you happen to get a Disney question, either answer Mickey Mouse or Walt Disney, and you'll be right fair. about 90% right. of the time. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Because there were no other characters ever. <laughs> I mean, he was one of the few in the early days. Mm-hmm. So That's true. Yeah. Oh, he's about to be the star of so many more movies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Some, yeah. some that he doesn't oh, yeah. want to be in. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, score after four. Alex, you having fun? You having a good time? Alex? Oh, heck yeah. yeah. All right. You having fun? Okay, good. Dominating, That's Kathy. Good. As, long, as long as you're having fun. As long as you're having fun, we won't mention the score. Uh, uh, Shelly and Jay have one. Anthony has five. Kathy has seven. Setting into round what? five. Yep. I don't. You know what? If this even. if this does like shift us onto an alternate track of reality, maybe the track that we bumped off of when the Cubs won the World Series and everything <laughs> right. went to crap. Just, maybe yeah. Kathy has just died. saved yeah, us all. Yeah, that's true. Yes. Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. All. All right. Uh, but now we're back to the top, where it is Jay's turn to roll a six sided die. I rolled another five. All right. This is coming from the 1990s Time Capsule Edition. This card is all from 1992. And Category 5 is one of my favorite Trivial Pursuit Cality, <laughs> Trivial Pursuit categories. I'm so excited about it. I can't even say the words. It the is record, the category. three. Okay. Oh, wait. This is going to be bad. <laughs> okay. It might be. Well, the thing is, this category is important so maybe <laughs> even being three years old you'll know because the category is important wow just makes me so happy you just think of important things and mm-hmm. you should be okay as, a, this. as opposed to trivial yeah. right right, right. like how did they get in here they important snuck pursuit in. important pursuit all right yep. what presidential candidate snapped quote if you see a snake just kill it don't appoint a committee on snakes <laughs> in 1993 92 92. Yeah, what presidential candidate snapped? If you see a snake, just kill it. Don't appoint a committee on snakes. Bob Dole. I'm afraid it was not Bob Dole. Ross Perot? It was, uh, this is more Texas. Texas content. Yes, it was Ross Perot. Yep. Oh. Mm-hmm. By snap, do they mean like in a Z formation snap? Or just <laughs> what, what does that even mean? Like in a just, debate? Like, like a snap. Like, it means like a just, tiny man yells at you, basically. Yeah. yeah. yeah just like, <laughs> <laughs> yep, just snapped. Mm-hmm. 
Bob uh, Dole sa- or Ross Perot says he sashayed uh, off the stage <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, Anthony, it is your turn. I have rolled a three. All right. This is coming from genus five. And that's the numeral five, not the Roman, <laughs> the Arabic numeral five, <laughs> right? not the Roman numeral five. Uh, genus category- V. <laughs> I know. All right. <laughs> category three is history. What disease named after an American did Mao Zedong suffer from in his final years? Wow. Capitalism. Uh, <laughs> I'm okay. So I can only think of one disease that's specifically aimed for an American as opposed to was named in America. So I'm going to say Lou Gehrig's disease. It is. That was my guess too. Mm -hmm. Good job. Now commonly known as ALS, but yes. (laughs) Right. I was going to say, which would not be called that anywhere other than an American edition of Trivial Pursuit, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, you get to roll again. Uh, Rolled a one. All right. This is also coming from the Genus 5 edition. Category one is people and places. What's the biggest tourist draw to California's Orange County? The rich people. Um, <laughs> That's of the OC. Yeah. I don't know. The only thing I know about the OC is I remember when the trailers for the series, you know, before it launched, when the advanced trailers were running, I was staying with a friend in L.A., uh, a couple of Asian American friends, and one of them said, "What's this show about?" And the other one said, "Dude, it's about white people." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. That's, li- that's literally so true. That's as, literally as a black person formerly from California, I mean, they are really good attraction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at the white people! How odd. Yeah. What's the um, biggest tourist draw to California's Orange County? Sunset Boulevard. I don't know. That is not it. I'm going to guess it that it's probably a Disney? land of Disney. Disneyland. Is that the name? Is that the right name? Yes, it's Disneyland. Disneyland. Is that where so it is? I don't know. It's where it is. It's where it is. It's where it is. <laughs> Anaheim. Yes, I've, I've never been either, but I have been to Anaheim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seen a Ducks game. I've never been there either. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that was friggin' cold. That was the coldest hockey game I have ever it's been true. to. The Honda Center cold. is awful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Okay, I've, I've been to all of those places, and <laughs> I will say, in Disneyland does have a really good view of the five, uh, which is how you leave it. <laughs> you have made that joke before, so <laughs> yeah. not allowed. Probably a view of a lot of white people, too. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So many. You get whole families. <laughs> wow, right. crazy. Kathy, it is your turn. All right, enough of this Disney slander. I roll day two. <laughs> All right, this is coming from the Trivial Pursuit Millennium Edition. Let's be clear, that's millennium, not millennial. So, mm-hmm. category two, arts and entertainment. What ballet star's greatest leap of 1961 occurred when he jumped over a railing at a French airport and asked for asylum? Hmm. Oh. <laughs> uh I will read that question again because it was very long. Uh, what ballet star's great leap of nineteen greatest leap of nineteen sixty one occurred when he jumped over a railing at a French airport and asked for asylum? Mikhail Baryshnikov. I'm afraid not. It's, no. Is it Nuriyev? Nuriyev? It is. It is Nuriyev. I see it on the Muppet Show. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we, we did just watch the Muppet yeah. Show. Again, seventies TV. My brain went on an emotional TV. roller coaster that whole that whole question. I heard ballet. I was like Black Swan, and then you were like. Asylum, Julian Assange. <laughs> All over the place. All right, Alex, it is your turn. 
All right, I've rolled a six. All right, this is coming from Trivial Pursuit Genus 2, the only sold in Canada edition. Category six is sports and leisure. And this question says, oh my goodness, what sport sometimes makes use of strutting, quote, round girls? <laughs> What's, what? what sport okay. sometimes uh, makes use of strutting round girls? Strutting round oh. girls. Oh! Um, <laughs> okay, I get it now. <laughs> round oh, oh, girls. Uh, Round uh, the the horse riding one um equestrian dancing. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm going to stop you there because yeah. that is that is not uh, not quite the right track. Stevens just shaking his head. No. Anthony, you sounded like you got it. Yeah, I think I know it. And what is it? Oh, sorry, God's God's point. Point. I thought you were going to give Alex another go. <laughs> no, no, because no, no, no. guessing a question was wrong. <laughs> it, it's boxing, isn't it? It is. Yep. I, it's round, the, the girls round. who parade yes. around the ring telling you what uh, land it is. Yeah. It, it took me a while to get that, yeah. too, because at first I was yeah. like, what on earth? Mm. I was like, right. who, where Sounds do terrible, you go yeah. around the girls? Like, <laughs> are they calling? I, like, yeah. <laughs> but no, they're just, they're holding up a sign that tells you what round I it is. I thought curling was really going to be interesting. All of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> curling is interesting. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jason. I, I hate the yelling. I hate it so much. Right. Shelly, it is your turn. I rolled a five. All right. This is coming from also Trivial Pursuit Genus 2, the Canadian sold in Canada version. Science and nature is your category. What's the most infamous agent in peyote buttons? It's uh, a weird way to ask that question. Yeah, yeah. What's, <laughs> what's the most infamous agent in peyote buttons? Uh, the psychoactive ingredient in peyote uh, is peyote, right? I mean, <laughs> uh, wait, hang on. Because it's not. Uh, all I've got in my head is cannabis, but I don't I think I thought peyote was its own thing. So I, I'm going to say, it's not THC, though. I'm going to say THC. It is not. The psychoactive ah. chemical is actually mescaline. Oh, okay. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Trivial Pursuit was harder in the olden days. Um, <laughs> yeah. But we learned more in those days. We learned more. Uh, Did we? <laughs> well, we did in Canada. Did we? Maybe. Yeah. One single point was awarded in that round. It was to Antony, which brings him to within one of the leader, which is Kathy with seven, Antony with six, Shelly and Jay with one apiece, Alex with none, as we enter the last regular round of this edition of Random Pursuit. All right. Jay, start us off. I rolled a six. All right. This is coming from Trivial Pursuit Genus 3. Category six is wild card. What title is traditionally reserved for the second son of a British sovereign? Oh, um, uh, well, you know, as many times as I've seen the crown, which is zero. Oh, same as um, me. <laughs> um, I'm going to go for comedy. And you said you said of a of a sovereign. The location? What yeah, what title is traditionally reserved for the second son of a British sovereign? 
Museum collector. <laughs> that, that's not it. Do any Crown fans have a ghost point for this? It's the Duke of York, isn't it? Duke of York, right? Yes. Well, I mean, Anthony, <laughs> this is a question where I feel like you actually did have an advantage for not being from the <laughs> truth for once. Yeah. But yes, you are. You are correct. It was the Duke of York, which brings us to you. So go ahead and roll. All right. <clears throat> I've rolled a six. All right. This is coming from the Trivial Pursuit Family Edition, and that's another edition that has a box for grownups and a box for kids. And this is a yellow card, which means it's a box for kids. Hey. All right. And you said that was a... American s- kids, though. Yeah, that's true. Right. You said that was a six? <laughs> yes. So might as well be an adult, The really. answer is McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Your category is wild card. What, oh, no. what Roman god is the month of March named after? <laughs> Wow, oh, man. Uh, that would be Mars. <laughs> it would be Mars. You get to roll again. <laughs> wow. Also, the best tracking hosts the planets. Yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. the piece that uh, John Williams' Imperial March was modeled on. Mm-hmm. Ah. Now you're speaking Stephen's yeah. language. He's are. into this. Yeah. Uh, I rolled a six again. Oh, that means you get to choose the edition that your question comes from. All right, then I am going to choose. <laughs> you know I'm going to do it. Uh-huh. Uh, junior trivia. <laughs> and are you going to choose junior trivia one for five to nine-year-olds or two for 10 to 13-year-olds? <laughs> uh, I'll, take, I'll take one All right, five to nine-year-olds. Yeah. I mean, why not? Good choice. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, category. Oh, that's right. And we have categories for junior trivia now. Category six is history slash traditions. Your question, when is the birthday of the United States? <laughs> Going to need a specific time here. <laughs> yes. Wait a minute. This is a question I could get wrong because you you people are obsessed with so many <laughs> dates in your history. Anthony, just you people. You know, how do you feel about that? <laughs> we deserve uh, it, though. Come uh, on. Uh, yeah, it's true. Diana... I'm sure more people know Taylor Swift's birthday yeah. in America than they do the States. Probably. As Diana Gabaldon famously said, to, an, uh, to a British person, 100 miles is a long way. To an American, 100 years is a long time. <laughs> I like yes. that. Yep. That's a good uh, dunk. Oh, I love it. It's one of my favorite quotes. I absolutely love it. Uh, July 4th. You are correct. All right. You get to roll. I actually again. thought it was going to be this, the year, Beto. Right no, now. this because it's a birthday. birthday. You have a birthday right, every year. That's right. Or so yeah. would a five to nine year old expect. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. can we really call ourselves free if we hadn't won the war yet? <laughs> <laughs> we call ourselves a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's true. Usually it's right. <laughs> All right. What did you roll this time, Anthony? I rolled a two. All right. This is coming from the Star Trek 50 Anniversary Edition. That's right. Not oh, 50, no. 50 Anniversary Edition. Yeah, this is one of the worst editions of all, um, in part because it doesn't tell me anything about what the categories are on the card. All I see is a little pink planet with a ring around it. So I have to scroll and scroll until I get to the list that says locations. Does so, it pertain to a specific it, movie or series? I'm getting there. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I know that the past we've forgotten also, about that. Mm-hmm. Isn't this also the edition where it doesn't matter what the categories are? The questions just don't belong. Quite often. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this, this particular card is questions from Star Trek 
IV, the voyage home. There we go. (laughs) I know it's four. Someone, yeah, that one. The one with the the redacted in case it's the question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Anyway, category two locations. What hospital was Chekhov taken to? Oh, no. Yeah. What hospital? This is why this edition sucks. Real fans would know this. And I'm sure oh, some fans do, but it's I just watched this movie like this. literally three days ago, uh-huh. and I don't remember. Steven's watching his way through all of them, and uh, yeah. yeah, this was three days ago. and Don't have any memory. So, name a hospital. I, I can't. I mean, the only, ho- the only hospital I know is John Hopkins, but isn't that in New York? Um, I, I, I'll say John Hopkins. I have no idea. Uh, it was called... Mercy, mercy Hospital. I was going to say Mercy. Wow. Well, you don't get the ghost point because you didn't say care. it out loud. That's fine. Do you get any points if we say Cloud City? <laughs> you get negative points. Yeah, yeah. Negative ghost points. You don't lose any real wow. points, but you lose a ghost yeah, point. Yeah, I was going to say, say you, you already said that nobody loses points. All right. Well, I'm glad nobody loses points because it's your turn, Kathy, and I would hate <sighs> to see you lose any of your points. As would I, because I'm never getting any more ever again. But uh, I rolled a four. All right. This is coming from the Walt Disney Family Edition. It is the Grown Ups box. Right. Kathy, welcome to the world of fantasy. What superstars Western movie, what superstars Western movie roles include The Preacher and The Stranger? And I will tell you that this edition came out in... 1986. What superstars' Western movie roles included The Preacher and The Stranger? Uh, It's a superstar who played some Western movie roles, including The Preacher and The Stranger. Yep. Thank you. The the T in that is capitalized, and (laughs) the first letter of uh, preacher and the first letter of stranger also capitalized. They're both italicized too. No, they're not italicized. Okay, they're not italicized, Kathy. That might because that's the role, correct? Not the movie, (laughs) right? Gotcha. Okay. Oh my gosh! Good that I asked that because I would have thought those (laughs) would have been movies. Mm -mm. Nope, those are not. I mean. Maybe they could also be the titles of the movies as well. I don't right. know. Right. But I would possibly assume that say. they'd be in italics then. Right. But no, this is just this is but just talking not. about the roles themselves. Mm. Okay. What year was it again? Well, I don't know what year uh, this no, question but is. The, the, oh, it like, came out in 1986. So it was films okay. before 1986. Yep. Yep. That definitely, definitely helps. Um <sighs> I am going to go with Elvis Presley. It is not. Shelly? Yeah. No. Or Anthony? So <laughs> I, I, the only thing I will say is that I was glad they're not italicized because the movie The Stranger is not a Western and Orson Welles starred in that. But anyways, <laughs> that's, that's just my way of saying I don't know the answer to the question because Westerns are a gap in my old movie knowledge. Gotcha. It's Clint Eastwood, isn't it? It is Clint, Clint oh, Eastwood. Oh, The yes. Stranger, oh. right. Isn't the answer always Clint Eastwood or James Dean? <laughs> well, it could have been John Wayne, I suppose. John Wayne. That's, yeah, another that's Western yeah. superstar. Yep. In the but so, uh, for Gray was Pale Rider, I think, wasn't it? It doesn't say on the card, so I can't help oh, you. Right, right. <laughs> All right, Alex, that brings us to you. 
Oh, whoop, I've accidentally added another die to my, uh, I didn't roll a seven. Uh, was, I, I was going to say, do you want two questions? I r- rolled a two. Uh, <laughs> one of my, one is a two. Alex is being extra this round. <laughs> two Literally. questions for you. No. Two All right. Uh, your question is coming from the Trivial Pursuit Classic Edition, which makes you think it's old, but it's not. It came out in 2016. It was trying to recapture the magic of genus one it failed uh anyway category two <laughs> at least they made the categories correct again so the category for two is entertainment trivial pursuit the genus awakens is what it was called actually. <laughs> <laughs> all right so two trivial two pursuit mm-hmm. <laughs> all right attack of the pursuit <laughs> entertainment which frat pack that's in quotes frat pack which frat pack comedian was conan o'brien's first and last guest on his short-lived stint as the tonight show host frat pack yes oh my god the f is capitalized the p is capitalized and frat pack is in quotes which frat pack comedian was conan o'brien's first and last guest on his short-lived stint as the tonight show host uh, I don't want to say Dane Cook, but I'm going to say Dane Cook. Uh, uh, was he still alive in uh, Dane Cook? Is that your answer? Yeah. That is not correct. Is anybody... The Will <laughs> no Ferrell? Way. It is Will Ferrell. He's a frat packer. <laughs> is yeah. he? I, I had never heard of the Who frat pack until fr- just yeah. this frat pack. No, no way. Vince Vaughn, uh, Owen Wilson frat pack. Okay, so if I heard of it, I blocked it out because I hate all those I mean, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I feel, right. I feel like frat pack and Will Ferrell are almost synonyms. Yep. I mean, yeah. Wait, mm. Alex, did you ask if Dane Cook was still was alive then? <laughs> well, by alive, I think I meant relevant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Culturally <laughs> alive. That's kind of how, listen, yep. as someone who makes their job on the internet, that's kind of the same thing. Yep. Yep. I'm oh sure his family God. will be very happy to hear that. Yeah, <laughs> Once those followers leave, you might as well be dead. That's just like... Those of us who lose this game are so over. Oh. <laughs> All right, Shelly. Al- Alex is saying that like the hit failed or something like that. <laughs> All right, Shelly, this is, this is our last regular turn of the game. And it is yours. No pressure. I'm totally going to sweep. I rolled a two. All right. This is coming from Trivial Pursuit Genus 5, Category 2, Arts and Entertainment. What Latvian, what Latvian defector answered to the nickname Misha at ballet rehearsals? And that is in quotations and has a capital M. Misha, M-I-S-H-A. I'm just going to go with Mikhail Baryshnikov. <laughs> it is. We've got <laughs> both of them. You're welcome. <laughs> wow. There you go. All right. You get to roll again. All right. I've rolled a six. All right. This is coming from the DVD pop culture edition. Category six is fads. F-A-D-S fad. Fads. All right. Who played Wonder Woman's kid sister on the 70s TV series? Oh, no. I can see Wonder Woman. I can see her. I can see Lyle Wagner, but I can't see her kid sister. She's invisible to me somehow. Just like the jet. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe she's in the jet, and that's the the problem. All right, let me guess. Uh, Let me think. Uh, 70s. Mm -hmm. Can't be Lindsay Wagner because she was busy being the bionic woman. Um, But it's on that (laughs) scale. Let's see. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Oh. Julie Kavner. No, that was Rhoda's little sister. Uh. <laughs> I hope you're not spoiling answers for questions in the next round. I hope, sorry. I hope no, not either. That's fine. Uh, Go for it. Uh, 70s. God. Uh, 
Jeez. Uh, all right. This is just a joke, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to say Amy Carter because Linda Carter played Wonder Woman. So clearly her kid sister was Amy Carter. <laughs> it's a good joke. I give you a whimsy point for that, but that's Thank not the you. answer. Uh, the actual answer is Deborah Winger. Oh, wow. Really? Wow. That's, that's what the card says. No uh huh. No, I believe you. I just. Wow. <laughs> all right. That's the end of the last regular round. We go into the final unlimited round. With these scores, Alex with zero. Hope you're having fun, Alex. Um, you can sweep the board and still win this game. That's the great thing it's, about that's the Infinity true. It is possible. You Alex could still win. Yeah. Uh, Jay has one. Shelly has two. Kathy has seven. Anthony leads with eight. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Wow. Yep. Wow. All right. Well, that means that we are going to start with Anthony to sort of set the goal of how high to get. Before we start, though, Anthony, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Tell people where they can find you on the internets and stuff. Yeah, so uh, you've heard uh, Erica and I think Alex make reference to me being a writer and jokes about dogs, and that's because I write a series called The Dog Sitter Detective, which is a series of lighthearted murder mysteries. Uh, the first book, uh, which is called The Dog City Detective, won an award last year, which surprised me, I think, more than anybody. Uh, it's and the so second, good. It's really, really oh, good. Oh, gosh. And Reading the second it right book, now, it's very good. <laughs> and the second book may well be on sale by the time you hear this. It's uh, Ooh, coming out shortly as we record, and it's called The Dog City Detective Takes the Lead. The series as a whole is about a semi-retired actress who takes up dog sitting to make ends meet and uh, while doing so stumbles across baffling murders. In the first book, she's looking after a pair of uh, purebred Salukis. In the second book, she's looking after a uh, tricolour border collie. Uh, in the third book, which I'm writing at the moment, it'll be a Jack Russell Terrier and so <gasps> different dog. Oh, oh boy, Steelers! Steelers excited. Oh, love terriers. <laughs> love terriers. If by book four you could That's... work in like Karen's Terrier or uh, you know Westie or something like oh, that. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm hoping to go for a long time and do them all. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Uh, all the dogs. Good to hear. Good to hear. So <laughs> you can you can find those uh, in hardback, paperback, ebook, and audiobook at all good booksellers. Uh, and you can find me on the internet. Just spell my name right: A N T O N Y J O H N S T O N. That's my handle on all social media. All right. Well. Now's the time for the uh, the quote unquote infinite round. It could keep going. Please roll it your won't. die. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a five. All right. Well, this card is another Star Trek 50 anniversary edition oh, card. Oh, so there you go. It, it may it not really go won't. on forever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this one is questions from Star Trek The Next Generation. Uh, category yeah. five is a little green phaser, uh, which means science and technology. That's what that means. So, what cosmic phenomenon struck the ship just before Keiko went into labor? We're looking for a cosmic <laughs> phenomenon. <laughs> I have no idea. I will say... Uh, uh, no, I mean, uh, good Lord. Um... A radioactive cloud. I have no idea. Yeah, it's I don't a, even know what the episode is. I, I don't either. But I do. You, you know? Do you know what this is? No. Oh. Uh, it's, it's probably something wave. I'll bet. No. No. What is it then? It's not. It's a something filament. It's a quantum, quantum filament. Quantum filament hits sure. the Enterprise uh -huh. 
And tra- it's basically a disaster movie. And Keiko's trapped in 10 Ford, and Worf has to help her give birth to the baby. Uh, and Captain Picard, like, broke sure his collarbone in the, in the turbo mm-hmm. lift with a bunch of kids he was taking the tour around. And they had to get, uh, they had to arrange something there. And Deanna Troy was stuck on the bridge, and she had to take command, even though she was, didn't know what she was doing, but she was the most senior officer there. Wow. Who is yep. Keiko? Keiko, Keiko's not a whale. Keiko right? O'Brien Keiko was the wife of Miles O'Brien. Miles O'Brien's wife. wife. Of the Transporter. Guy who the Transporter. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Well, well, okay. I mean, still, that leaves well, us at... It was nice being in the lead for a yeah. while, but yeah. uh, congratulations, <laughs> Kathy. Uh, wait, well, well, hold on. Yeah, just, hold on. That's, that's giving me a lot of, like... <laughs> we no. we still got some time to go before we uh, find out if, if, if Kathy surpasses you. Eight is still that is a respectable number to try to beat, but... Try to beat it, everyone shall. And try to beat it is Alex, who currently sits at zero, so we need to get nine in a row. But Here it's possible. Here we go. I have <laughs> I have seen it happen. Anything is possible. But before we <laughs> before we start answering questions, Alex, would you like to tell us about where people can find you and what cool stuff you do? Oh, you can find me at alexcox.omg.lol, but folks should visit haptic.fm, which is a show that I don't do with anyone. Well, it it doesn't have a co-host, but it it has a lot of fun guests, and we talk about sort of the human side of tech, and especially AI and VR in an order to sort of reclaim the agency over our own technology and think about it in a way that's outside of a lot of mainstream media narratives and tech CEO manifestos. So yeah, visit haptic.fm. Thank you, the three people who do. I genuinely really appreciate you. Now let me sweep this game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, everybody, buckle up. You get to roll your die. I am three. All right. This is coming from the genus edition, the classic genus edition. Category three is history. (laughs) Who preceded Kurt Waldheim as United (laughs) Nations Secretary General? Come on. Everybody knows this. This is easy. I'm so sorry. Just think it out. The the clues in the answer. The clues in the question right there. Uh, the clue is in the answer. That's correct. It is. If you get the answer to the question, the you'll answer, get this you one right. It's, it's obviously easy. Steamboat Willie. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. uh, uh, Gwynny Tuffle, of course. <laughs> Final answer. Nope. It was, uh, I, I don't even know how to pronounce this because the first name is the letter U. And yeah, the last name is Thant, T H A N T. So, ooh, Thant, you, Thant. I, I don't know. Um, oh, gosh. I think so it's close like that, once yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I will echo what Stephen has said a few times. I hope you're having fun. You've been having a good time playing Alex because once that's again, what we're here for. I wanted to dethrone Kathy. And I think that, yeah, I, I, <laughs> at least I got close. I don't think I'm caught up on all the random pursuit episodes, but the, the, <laughs> I just want to at least follow in her footsteps, honestly. So you I'm have so glad done I'm so that. happy I got to play. So admirably. <laughs> all right. Stephen, who does that bring us to next? That brings us to, uh, we have got, it's Jay's turn next. All right. Jay, before you start answering questions, please answer this question. Where can people find you on the internet and what cool stuff do you do? 
they can't. I don't exist. I was never here this whole time. <laughs> That's a lie. You can't prove a thing. <laughs> um, I guess if you are a developer, then you should totally check out Black Python Devs. Um, it's a community we started to help uh, create opportunities for Black developers globally. Um, and we've been doing a lot of great stuff there. Uh, just search Black Python Devs on GitHub. You'll find us. Please tell um, me you have jackets that say that because that would be awesome. We actually have. So the the joke is that there is a Python formatter that's called Black, and we are working on merch that says "Blacker than your formatter." Um, nice. <laughs> nice. I love it. Wow. Um, I guess also if you like podcasts, which, hey, you're listening to one, so I would guess that you like podcasts, uh, you should listen to this show that I do with uh, the person in the lead right now, Kathy Campbell. No, nope, that's a lie. She's second. Called, oh, wait, what? Kathy's in second? Oh, yeah, Kathy's in second. That's right. Um, alternate history. Um, it's called Conduit. You can do things like, Kathy, you totally can do this. I'm rooting for you. Um it's an accountability first show, a productivity mockery show second, and then um, a Kathy and Jay do trivia and uh, make fun of Disney if you <laughs> give us money uh, show third. Um, but ultimately, it's us trying to make sure that people um, do more things in a productive way without taking themselves way too seriously. And it's wonderful. And I listen every fortnight. Yep, and that's relay.fm slash conduit. All right. That means you get to roll your die. I rolled a six. All right. This is coming from the Trivial Pursuit 20th Anniversary Edition, in which category six is, it says GT, and I think gin and tonic every single time. That is not <laughs> what it is. It is well, game time. fun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually even like gin and tonics, but I feel like I would maybe like them better than this category sometimes. All right. <laughs> what much-traveled sportscaster once earned a $25,000 signing bonus to regrow his mustache? John Madden. <laughs> At least you picked a sportscaster. It was not John Madden. It was Boom. Keith Olbermann. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That's right. He was a sportscaster. I know his he name. Was, can't, sportscaster guy. can't picture his yeah. face or his mustache. I would have said Madden as well for what that's worth. <laughs> All right. I mean, if you're going to pick one. <laughs> yeah. All right. But I mean, you, Jay, you got on the board. So congratulations. <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that that's all we can sometimes ask for. Um, now we loop around to Shelly. Shelly, what kind of cool stuff do you do? Well, Erica, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> so right here on The Incomparable, I host the movie podcast lions towers and shields we talk about classic films which means that i'm never allowed to get a silver screen question on this show <laughs> sorry i also i mean you could also, it just hasn't happened yeah, recently maybe. right I, I think it's just karma getting in my way i also make a book called ios access for all which is a comprehensive guide to accessibility for ipad and iphone you can find that at iosaccessbook.com and on the social medias, the best place to find me is probably on Mastodon, where I'm Shelly at Zeppelin.flights. All right. Love the cover on that book. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Who designed that? You have to buy it and read the acknowledgments to oh, find yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> Some guy who's incredibly overqualified, <laughs> but did a great job, nonetheless. 
All right, Shelly, you it get to roll. Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Just checking. Thank you. <laughs> I have rolled a two. All right. This is coming from the Walt Disney Family Edition from the Grown Ups box. Shelly, welcome to the world of music. Who played drums with the remaining Led Zeppelin originals at the Live Aid concert? <laughs> Steven's oh very excited right now because that is his favorite band and he has. <laughs> of course I it will is. Accept. Is there one answer? There's only one answer on here, Steven. Okay, we will, we will officially accept two different answers for this. I will accept two answers <laughs> for this. Drums. With the remaining oh, so? well, Led Zeppelin originals either. at the Live Aid concert. Live Aid is going to be like 1984, 82, something like that, uh, which doesn't really help me, but it's helped me stall. Um, mm-hmm. Drums for Led Zeppelin. I'm sitting right in front. I, I can stall for you. I'm sitting <laughs> right in front of a shelf that has Stephen. Tell them about the drums. I have uh, I have um, period rep period accurate replicas of uh, the original uh Drum a drummer of Led Zeppelin, who I won't mention here because it might you might uh, throw you. <laughs> right. uh, Ludwig Vixelites made in nineteen seventy seven. Although I, I feel like playing in person in Eric and Stevens' home might be the secret to winning this. One <laughs> yeah. of the secrets. To winning this game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, drummer, famous mm-hmm. drummer guy who would have been at Live Aid in the eighties. Mm-hmm. God, I blank. I can't even think of any drummers. I feel so bad because I'm I'm. Uh, Embarrassed in front of Stephen now. Yeah, <laughs> he's shaking I, his head. I do think less of you, Julian. <laughs> Thanks, Stephen. I appreciate yeah. that. Was it Stephen Stepanski? <laughs> it, it was. I was only ten at the time. <laughs> but you're a prodigy, I'm sure. Well, I wouldn't have said no. <laughs> do you have Do you have a real guess? <laughs> I do not. No. All right, Stephen. What are the two answers, and can you guess which one is on the card? Well, uh, yeah, I can guess because the one of them was Tony Thompson, who was a uh, drummer of Power Station, and okay. it had originally uh, actually practiced with them. But the person who is probably on the card is the same person who performed on the London concert of Live Aid, hopped in a Concorde, and flew over to Philadelphia, yep. <laughs> and ruined the set of a under rehearsed Led Zeppelin. Uh, and the name or, name of that drummer is Phil Collins. Oh my gosh! Oh, yep. My ghost wow. points. Yeah. Uh huh. Yes. Wow. My joke ghost points of like Phil Collins. <laughs> Phil Collins. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Yeah. N- n- name a rock drummer. Yeah. yeah. Phil Collins. Right, I couldn't even pull any rock drummers. I was like, he, wait, who's the drummer in this band or that band? And I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I, I Phil like Collins, Phil Collins, but Live Aid was not his finest hour. No, it was bad. His finest hour was clearly the Tarzan. Uh, yes, it was. Brother Bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, was maybe Jason Bonham not playing with Zeppelin by that point. He was only Wasn't no that too J- early. Jason Bonham, uh, John Bonham's son, played with him at the 40th anniversary Atlantic Records concert in 1988, and then later on in the 2007 reunion oh, okay. concert in the O2 Arena in. Uh, yeah, I was going to say he yeah. would have been old enough by, by that time. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, but uh, no, he was he did drum for them there. Bill do you Collins. do you want to just keep telling us Led Zeppelin fun facts? Uh, no, no, I don't. Not, <laughs> not, not, not now. Okay. But later. But later. <laughs> wait, a, wait a minute. There's a mashup here because Anthony could write a book called Black Dog. <laughs> oh, there we go. Hey. I love it. Make it stop. Oh wait, I can make it stop by <laughs> by, turning to, by turning to Kathy Kathy Campbell uh, because Shelley ended with with two points and Kathy is currently at seven and Anthony is at eight. So you don't yep. need to go very far, Kathy. But before you start going very far, please tell us about the cool things you do. 
I do some cool things for sure. I definitely do. Um, some cool things that I do with members uh, on this podcast are conduit, like Jay so wonderfully described. Um, I also do a show called Roboism with Alex Cox, even though apparently it wasn't important enough to mention. That's fine. <laughs> it was at the beginning it's of fine. the show. It was leaving the beginning. space for you, Kathy. Yeah, they were, they were leaving it for you. It's clear. Uh, which is a show about robots and tech and isms, but mostly robots and anti-capitalism. Um, and then in my real life, I am a unicorn. Uh, I am the unicorn sidekick where I help small businesses get their stuff together by helping in ways that they need the help with, even if they don't know how to identify that help themselves. Uh, and you can also go to kathycampbell.com to find links out to everything else that I do, including a Wheel of Time based fan site called Dragamount that celebrated its 25th anniversary last year. All right. So, Kathy, please yes. roll and start this epic journey. Yep. I rolled a three. All right. This is coming from the Walt Disney Family Edition, the Grown Ups Box. Category okay. three. Kathy, welcome to the world of people. It's the worst world, really. Oh. Um, <laughs> what what electronics company did Ronald Reagan once serve as a spokesman for? Well, wow. Anthony, congratulations <laughs> <laughs> on your win. Electronics um, company. I'm bouncing up and down the way Stephen bounces up and down when drummers are mentioned. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> I am going to say IBM. It is not that. Shelly, would you like a ghost point here G at the G, end of the game? please. General Electric. It, it was General Electric. Oh, I would have guessed Radio Shack. <laughs> no. <laughs> Circuit City. Yes. <laughs> uh, shudder. I used to work at Circuit City, so mm. flashbacks. Uh, well, uh, I promise I wouldn't uh, delve into any more Led Zeppelin stuff, I, I w and I won't. I will just say that uh, good times, bad times were had by Alex Cox, who hey. finished with uh, zero. Uh, T for one, that being the one point for Jay Miller on this one. Uh, Shelley Brisbane came from over the hills and far away, alas, <laughs> from victory with uh, but two. <laughs> Kathy had a misty mountain hop to second place and almost won this thing, but uh, climbing the stairway to heaven was Anthony Johnson winning <laughs> with eight. Wow. 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 Con That's congratulations. Well done. Yeah, I'm very impressed. Good job, Stephen. <laughs> I do want to thank all of our players. Thank you, Jay, Anthony, Kathy, Alex, and Shelly. Special thanks to my scorekeeper, spouse, and co-host for life, and apparently super duper Uber Led Zeppelin fan. Stephen Shapansky. And you're only you. just learning this now. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Just relearning. Just I'm I'm even more impressed by it, I think, now than I than I ever was before. Because that was some very quick thinking. Um, but also, thank you, as always, to our listeners. Please join us again on the next incomparable game show. Ta-ta! Does anybody remember laughter? <laughs> there. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>